Welcome to the Scaling Creative Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking all about goals, and we decided to ditch coffee. Yeah, we're and, ditching uh, coffee for wine today. For wine, yeah. This just, evening. just felt right. We were drinking Pinot Noir Dreaming Tree, Dave yeah. Matthews wine, if you've never had it before. I like it. Do you like it? I do. I do Very like good, it. right? Are you more of a red wine drinker or 100%. white? Red? Red. Dr- really dry? No, not really no. dry. I, I tend to like a, a blend, mm. a red blend. How about you? I like the red blends. I like this one too. It's really nice. It I tried is. to do that teeth thing earlier. The, uh, the, the Gary Vee thing? Like, really professional yeah. looking. And, and he choked. To, yeah, that's <laughs> good. She was like crying at her desk. Good, I'm like, are you, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I tried to do that cool thing. Yeah, where you, <laughs> I tried to do that cool thing where you taste it through your teeth. It never works out when that's, you just... I'm not that big. Also then... Doesn't it make your teeth like really red? If probably did I did I do it? <laughs> they're probably red. <laughs> like they're just super red. <laughs> no, you're totally good. You're no, you're good. It might though. I don't know. My wife yeah. drinks coffee through a straw because she says like that's. I have heard. Yeah, I mean, I have friends who drink their wine with straws. Interesting. Everyone's like, "Wait, what is this podcast?" About? <laughs> right, Actually, it's going to be about goals. Yes, it is. And you brought this up today. Yeah, I just thought about the fact that like it's just well as we're recording this, it's almost Christmas, mm-hmm. and every time like a new year starts, naturally everyone's yeah talking about what they're gonna do, mm-hmm. and so it was kind of the thought of and I think Ben mentioned it to me, just like the thought of what are you looking forward to in 2020, yeah. and then I was thinking about that in business and life, and just mm-hmm. goals are just this this like the goal time of year. It really is. always sets yeah. goals. Yeah. Do you? Is it something that you do every single year? Where you set a goal or an intention or have a word for the year? Or any like what? I think I'm trying anything? to do it more. I okay. think I haven't it very in much. The past. Okay. Because like, I kind of always am goal oriented. Yeah. Like I would like to do this. I'd like to do this. But I think I'm trying to get better at which we're talking about in the podcast, making a goal, setting a timeline for it, mm-hmm. and then actually examining how the goal is going. Yeah. I think that's the problem. Is it's just easy. Yeah. It's easy to set goals. Everyone sets goals. Yes. But if you don't actually track it. Yep. Or have someone helping you. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that. But yeah. But I want to track goals more because okay. sometimes it's also you can feel like you never really achieved anything because mm-hmm. you never look back. Right. So right. it's kind of the reflection of it's looking back slash goals. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I was thinking about with the podcast. Okay. Do you usually do that every year? Do you set anything? No. No, I don't. I don't like the whole let's wait till January to mm. get yeah, shape yeah. or eat it better or yeah. do this or do that. Now start if, doing it. If you think about it, just do it. Mm-hmm. And I hate the gym at this time of the year too. I know because everyone because it's so packed. Yeah, and then you slowly watch these people drop out. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that, didn't they next? say like gyms stock like twenty, thirty percent more gear even in this time of yes. year? every single year, like January, February, and then mm-hmm. they then they put it back because it's <laughs> yeah. I know. I used to have this mentality of being annoyed that the gym was full. Then I'm like, you know what? There are people trying to do something good. So, like, let's try to encourage them to stay by creating a really good environment. But I I don't actually go to a gym. So you knew. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But that's I think what we want to talk about is just why why so many people don't follow through with goals yeah it's just unbelievable how quick people mm-hmm. fall off mm-hmm. these huge goals they had mm-hmm. like by february yeah because they say that 92 percent. this was a study done by university of scranton hey, hey. dunder mifflin <laughs> probably oh, yeah. the dunder mifflin company. <laughs> <Very legit. laughs> 
if it's University of yeah. saying it, I can back it, it up 100%. But they said that 92% of people that set goals at the beginning of the year don't actually achieve that's them. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. Which but I believe. That's nuts. It, yeah, it's definitely true. But probably... I mean, the people that actually do stick with their goals, and we're going to kind of focus on this a little bit today, of what is it that those people do mm-hmm. that helps them to actually stick with it? Mm-hmm. So I know you brought up an acronym. Yeah. Uh, let me get my phone out. Yeah. It's an acronym. So a podcast, if you've never heard of a podcast called Focus on This, it is a new podcast from like Michael Hyatt and company. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of like a branch of his company. Yeah, yeah. Called Focus on this, and they were they acronym the acronym that they brought up was called a S- Smarter Goals, mm-hmm. and the so they used this of kind of saying like how to make your goals try to stick a little bit more. Yep. So it was specific, not vague, mm-hmm. meaning, and they gave us a lot of better examples. I'll make sure I link it in the description because I don't yeah. want to just take what they said because I think they said it way better because they actually had it really thought out. Mm-hmm. But specific, not vague, measurable, mm-hmm. actionable, yep. don't use B, make it an action. They were saying like, that's I really, really like that too. Mm-hmm. But listen to the podcast, you'll like it. R, R they said was actually risky, yep. which I know that you said you've heard a couple of different ways. But I think maybe the other yeah. R is the one you're saying. Realistic. Yeah. Yeah. I never, for some reason, I didn't write down the final R, but I, maybe that's maybe. Oh, maybe. It was, yeah. Realistic, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I wrote down smart and then I forgot that there was rest of it. But <laughs> R was risky. T, which was my favorite, which is time keyed. Your okay. goal needs a deadline. Yes, it does. And then E is exciting. Mm-hmm. And then R, let's Probably just say, realistic. is realistic. But to me, the one that stuck out the most was the time keyed one because I think that if you don't, a lot of people will say, I want to, let's just say in, in a business environment, mm-hmm. we want to grow our our mm-hmm. client base by 10, 15%. Well, do you even have goals of like what it looks like to get there? And mm-hmm. are you tracking it? Do you even have like a realistic? So when people say they want to get in shape, it's like, I want to get in shape this year. But right. you're not really doing, you're not making it as time keen enough mm-hmm. to actually make it stick. Mm-hmm. And so I really liked that idea because I feel like that's something a lot of people don't yes. do, or they do make it very specific, mm-hmm. or they don't make it very they specific. They don't make it specific, yeah. Which is, I think, huge. Yeah, because I think a lot of people at the beginning of the year, one of the biggest reasons why it doesn't stick is because you make it so big mm-hmm. that in the beginning when you're like, quote unquote, motivated, you're able to kind of push through it. But the thing is, and this is why I actually love this book so much. This is um, called Atomic Habits by James Clear. It is such a good book. And he really talks about why people don't make their goals and to really start focusing on habits, which we talked about this in the last podcast, like the importance of habits when it comes to small, tiny little changes with your money. Um, But same thing with whatever your goals might be is thinking about instead of, you know, I want to uh, lose 20 pounds or whatever that might be. Some of the things that he's saying is I'm going to walk for 10 minutes every single day. Right. And starting with a habit that's really small, Mm -hmm. specific, and easy. 
Like he, he talks about how important it is to have something that's actually easy mm-hmm. to do. Cause I think he, he calls it like the law of least effort mm-hmm. because naturally we want to do the thing that's the easiest. Mm-hmm. So if you can help yourself by like setting up something, like it's really easy to do one push up a day, right? Just one push up yeah. every single day. We can all do that. Yeah. But when you're doing one push up, you're probably going to do a little bit more. And then once you get into the habit of doing something, you start to add onto it because you get more confidence mm-hmm. and you're building on something really small and it grows. Yeah, we talked about that last time too, about the idea that when people say, I want to start going to the gym five days a week, but they've never yes. gone one day a week. And it's like, start yeah. somewhere. Yep. Because you also, you get energized by the one time, yep. the small little tiny action step mm-hmm. that seems so small. Mm-hmm. You like become proud of yourself. Yeah. And then you're like, okay. I can do this. I'll, I can do it. I can go. And it's a big thing in finances, but I think yes. that in any of these goals, and that's why he, I think he was also on one of the podcasts I listened to, mm-hmm. and he talked a lot about that you should always have like action steps in your goals mm-hmm. exactly for that reason of mm-hmm. if if it's my goal to grow 10% client base, mm-hmm. well, the very first tiny action step might be like, I need to have someone run numbers of what this year's clients were. Mm-hmm. Like instead of just simply being like, okay, go to the very end. I right. want to get ten percent more. Right. It's what tiny action steps mm-hmm. should happen immediately mm-hmm. and then get that one done. And then yes. the next one and the next one. Yes. Because it's always just it's it's so vast and large mm-hmm. that you end up not actually even wanting to do it because you're like, that's just it's I really want to do that, but yeah. that would require me doing all, well, yeah, but yeah. just one thing at a time. Yep. And that's where I think the realistic also comes in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he, so Michael Hyatt has a great planner mm-hmm. that not everybody is like a pen and paper kind of person, which I totally get, but you're a pen and paper. Definitely. Definitely. Why do you think that helps you? Um, something about writing it down. Mm-hmm. I think it does something different in your brain than typing it. I don't know what it is, but I think mm-hmm. they have said it's that, like but, scientifically yeah. proven. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I knew that. Yeah. you go, girl. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it works better for me than just mm-hmm. typing it out on my phone. Even mm-hmm. something about physical. Cause I could physically writing it. We have all the resources we need to be yeah. that organized. But right. when it comes to goals and things that I have to do for mm-hmm. the day, even that simple, mm-hmm. a list on paper is actually helpful. Yeah, I think it makes sure. sense from a distraction standpoint. Probably is where a lot. I think a lot of it's linked. Yes. When I'm in a notes app on my phone, I just You're know on your phone. <laughs> everything's right a swipe away to another whole world of YouTube right. and everything else. Where if you're in a room looking at goals, writing on pen and paper, mm-hmm. that pen and paper cannot do anything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it literally yeah. requires you to Focus. only be able to write. Right. And I have found because I remember back when I used to play music full time when I'm just like thinking about this now but when I needed to memorize lyrics to a song like Mm -hmm. a song I was going to sing or cover song or whatever if I were to write it down and then like look at it Mm -hmm. on paper Mm -hmm. it would stick in my brain so quick yep compared to just even finding it or looking at it and not trying to memorize it Mm -hmm. but that's literally why like that full focus planner is getting delivered to me today and I'm and I if you know me I am as anti-paper as it comes. Yeah. And so I really have no clue what the experiment will be like. <laughs> but I do think that there's something to be said about the distraction side mm-hmm. that maybe is mm-hmm. why it's so much linked to success Yes, with writing things down. Yeah. I think, and that's why I think they call it the 
focus planner mm-hmm. is because it really does help you to be focused. Right. Um, and I love a lot of it because I've had, I think I've had two or three now focus planners and I love the ritual aspect of it because I think, and that's again too the habit side of things is that when you can form a ritual or a habit, like your morning routine, and even in the full focus planner, it has like a, the way that you start the work day is the same. Mm-hmm. The way you wrap up a work day is the same. Yeah, because he's huge into that, Michael Hyatt. Huge. Yeah. Because mm-hmm, it actually does really help. And in, uh, in the Atomic Habits book, um, he talks about this whole concept of the two-minute rule, um, which is essentially something that you can do in two minutes that will help you set up. Uh, it's almost like an entranceway to a highway. So if you struggle with your morning routine or if like everything is always stressful in the morning, what you do at night to set yourself up. So example, healthy breakfast. Mm-hmm. Okay. So instead of thinking, I'm going to be, I'm going to make a healthy breakfast tomorrow. Like that's going to be one of my goals. Every morning is going to be a healthy breakfast, but then you get up later than you planned. And like, you know, the kids are running around like crazy and you just don't have time. So you grab the, the thing that's probably unhealthy. But at night, if you put out your, um, your frying pan, get out the cooking spray, like put out the spatula, get out the dry ingredients. Eliminating excuses. Exactly. Yeah. So, but all those types of things, I mean, I know it's a food example, but you can easily translate that into business, work days, all that kind of stuff. Like it just, those moments that will set you up for success. Yeah. And I think those routines are important. I think it's also why if someone's going in with a big goal in 2020, Mm -hmm. you need to realize that if you were previously not doing any of that Mm -hmm. and you're now expecting to do something new and you, especially if you're busy, which everyone says they're busy, Mm -hmm. you're not just suddenly finding time for those things. Mm -hmm. It's, it's going to require an adjustment of what am I not going to do that I was doing if I'm, if I was so so busy that I couldn't do it in, yeah. in general or whatever, you almost, you have to really – it takes, like, dedication mm-hmm. and really saying, okay, if I'm going to work out mm-hmm. 30 minutes every day, mm-hmm. where am I going to do it? Yeah. What time am I going to do it? Yep. And if there's only a certain time that you can do it, mm-hmm. you have to literally make it part mm-hmm. of your routine and not just say, well, if I get done with work and once I'm done eating, if I feel like doing it, then you won't do it. Correct. You have to literally make it, and everyone's going to be different in that kind of stuff. Like mm-hmm. working out to me is very random right now of when I do it, mm-hmm. but some people have to start every morning with it yeah. or some people like to do it before they go to bed. Yeah. But yeah. It, you build a routine and then your body kind of craves it in the yep. same way. In the same way that I get up and I have to have a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. It's for some people that they have to work out right away. Yeah. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but, I but is it. it hard for you to get up and make a cup of coffee? Is that hard? No. Nah. But, but but going back to the two minute rule, it's made before I wake up. Yeah, I make it before I set yeah. the timer, and mm-hmm. I wake up, and it's hot and in it's the done. pot, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But so it, that's that's a habit, yeah. just in a different way. So if you can link it to your goals in that way, mm-hmm. it's just awesome. And one of the things that I love that he says in the book is that we're always so focused on figuring out the best approach or planning 
for something. So like we always have these, you know, if you have like a vision board or an action plan, like we focus so much on figuring out what's the best diet plan for me and researching and doing all this stuff. But action is the only thing that delivers an outcome. And so he said, when preparation becomes a form of procrastination, you need to change something. You don't want to merely be planning. You want to be practicing. So if you want to master a habit, the key is to start with repetition, not perfection. And in the book, he talks to you a lot about how best is like the enemy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because so often we want it to be perfect Mm -hmm. when just do something. Yeah. Don't be perfect. Mm-hmm. It's okay to just be good. That's actually a really good point too because I, I I look at that in the same way that you can be overly organized and overly mm-hmm. – and you could be so organized and so trying to get everything like in place that you never actually do anything about it. And you're yep. like, well, okay, well, you spent a little bit too much time organizing. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't actually spend time doing what you were trying to organize. Yes. That it's I, – that I yeah, it's definitely true. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. Yeah, and – um. Gosh, I mean, seriously, this we could probably talk about this book for forever, but essentially just figuring out it's okay to plan. Mm-hmm. Like, th- I think that's an important piece of the puzzle to figure out, you know, what you want to do and where you want to go, but then really break it down to super simple things, like even running a marathon, for example. You're not, you're not going to get up tomorrow and run 26.2 miles. Sometimes it starts with literally putting on your running shoes. Like that could be your goal for 30 days. Just put on your running shoes. That's it. And put them on the edge of your bed. Two minute rule so that you trip over them. Yeah. So you have to actually put them on. Yeah. Put put your workout. Like what I actually do is I make sure that my workout outfit is ready and like put out. My socks are there. Like everything is Mm -hmm. there ready for me to just get up, put it on and get on the bike. Yep. So that's always my goal is just get on the bike. Yep. And for me, a big thing, like, cause I just started working out kind of for the first time in my life. And I realized that I had to figure out what like, I was, I'm huge into excuses with working out. It's so mm-hmm. easy for me to make up an excuse to not go. It's too cold out. It's too mm-hmm. far, even though the gym's like three minutes from my house. Mm-hmm. But I realized if, if there was, if there's something that can eliminate those excuses, which for me was actually just getting something that was in my home instead, yeah, yeah. it was worth me doing that because I found that the only excuse I kept making was not that I even didn't feel like working out. It was mm-hmm. the drive there, the getting the jacket on, the getting was making me not go at all. And I'm like, if that's the only thing that's actually keeping me from it, yeah, solve the problem, right? Somehow, right? And everyone's solve is different, mm-hmm. but I think that it is sometimes looking at those things like why, why do I keep failing at this goal, or what mm-hmm. keeps what keeps me? And if it's like you said, getting your clothes ready in advance, mm-hmm. if it's whatever it is, getting really thinking about that. And I guess that's kind of what he means in the two minute rule is, yes. yeah, it's just mm-hmm. you're prepare to not have excuses, like mm-hmm. prepare, put things in place so that you can't have an excuse yeah. and then you'll probably end up doing it. Right. Right. So like even, um, and ex- more examples of the two minute rule are instead of read before bed each night, it becomes read one page, right? Cause you can do it in like two minutes instead of do 30 minutes of yoga. It's, take out my yoga mat study for class becomes open my notes fold the laundry becomes fold one pair of socks run three miles becomes tie my running shoes so essentially it is learning how to do a really tiny thing 
that leads you kind of removing, like we already said this, like removing some of the excuses from it. But I really think that more people would accomplish really big goals if we focused on really small things to start. What do you think is the biggest goals that you've set that you continually fail at? Mm. Um, well, I've been thinking about that acronym, the SMARTER acronym. Mm-hmm. Mm. The E really kind of interested me. It's okay. excitement. Mm-hmm. You have to keep your goals excited yeah. because mm. I get bored. Right. And I'm talking about working out. Like, yeah. That's probably, I don't know about other goals. I don't know how much excitement you can really add into other goals. But mm-hmm. with working out, it's so monotonous. After mm-hmm. a That's while, exactly how I people felt. Yep. leave the gym because they just don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. Yep. So sick. Yeah. They don't want to get in their car and drive to yep. the gym. It's so right. boring. Like, I don't yep. have time for this. So to find ways to keep it exciting, mm-hmm. but still on track with your end result is mm-hmm. is kind of difficult. And that was a big piece for me. Like, me, I, it was the driving to the gym, but more importantly, it was I would get there, mm-hmm. have... I'd lift three things and be like, now what? Yeah. And I didn't have anyone telling me. So I was like, all right, I need something that talks to me, that Mm -hmm. walks me through, that is different every time I get to use different courses. And this is not like a promotional ad for the mirror, which is what I ended up purchasing. (laughs) But it's literally was me saying like that, that was a legitimate excuse Mm -hmm. for me of I just get bored. Yeah. And I, as a Enneagram seven, who's all over the place, Mm -hmm. if I'm bored, I'm not going to do it. Exactly. And if that wasn't the excuse plus going to it, it's like, okay, well, then get something that changes it up all the time Mm -hmm. that requires you to do different things so that you're not bored. Yeah. Yeah. So as a fellow seven, (laughs) I actually have a Peloton. Yep. And so kind of the same thing where it gives me a lot of variety and there's a lot of different instructors. And one of my things, I actually love to work out. I have my whole life just been an athlete, but in this season of life, um, working nine to five, being a single mom, I, and I love to work out in the mornings and I can't just leave my child right. <laughs> home alone and go to the gym. Yeah. So I was just really struggling with like figuring out when to get my workout in. And so I got a Peloton because it's there. Right. I don't have the excuse. It's different and interesting. So you kind of have to figure out what works for you. And I like your part of, okay, what's the thing that always holds me back and tackling that, mm-hmm. that piece of it. And maybe to some people it's literally accountability. Yes. That's a major, Which major, a huge... major part of a goal. Yes. Yeah. If, if you want to do mm-hmm. anything, but no one's keeping you accountable, mm-hmm. it's just easy to not do it. For sure. If you have a friend that goes to, that meets you outside yes. at five o'clock and starts running with you, mm-hmm. you're probably not going to sleep in or not put your shoes on because mm-hmm. you feel bad because now they're outside. About the pressure from one other person at least knowing that you're not doing what you said. Yeah. You it's just. Yeah. It's oh, hard. for sure. Yeah, yes. I think why? workout, and I think a lot of times people have accountability with workout partners. Yes. But then they both fall off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, okay, we both aren't going. <laughs> or they try to blame the other person. Like, well, they, they just never ended up doing it. And like, yeah. Why didn't you? Yeah. You you could have still went, but which is why you have to have that personal why, uh-huh. but then adding accountability in is definitely helpful. And especially in business, it should it's it's a no-brainer that you should be able to have the accountability in business. Yeah. Because whether it's with some employees, whether it's mm-hmm. for me, I started I started meeting with a business coach that was mm-hmm. not in my organization. Yep. Because it really helped me to be able to actually just talk about things yes. that wasn't like someone I was working with mm-hmm. that would have an outsider perspective. But it helps because mm-hmm. More, multiple times already in the two months I've been going, he'd be like, okay, well, how are you doing on that? I'm like, oh, I'm getting to it. I, which essentially is like 
I still haven't done anything like yeah. I said. Yeah. And he's the one keeping me accountable of, yes. hey, you like you can't just keep setting goals mm-hmm. and not actually make the next step into them. Mm-hmm. And without the accountability of it, yeah. I because I can as a seven, I can have ideas and goals all day. All long, that's yep. that's what we do. Yep. The problem is what we also do is not actually always complete them. Yeah. And so it is crucial that, yeah. that I have someone being like, hey, remember you said that the goal was for you to do more of this? Yeah. How's that going? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, and it's the same with anything, any goal. For sure. That's a huge piece. I actually, a couple of years ago, hired a business coach and he ended up being kind of like a life coach for me yeah really it really does because I remember the very first question that I he ever asked me was what's going on in your personal life that's holding you back and I was like I'm dating someone I shouldn't be dating (laughs) yeah but he's they're linked yeah they're totally totally linked um so once I actually removed that thing in my life that was really holding me back it I mean I had my best year ever for probably a few different reasons, but mostly it was because of him. Like I had to figure out my personal life, get that, you know, stuff figured out. And then it like cleared a highway mm-hmm. for me. Cause visually, I think if you're struggling with something in your personal life, it blurs your vision. Mm-hmm. You can't even see what's in front of you. Yeah. I think we talked about that on maybe one of these podcasts about you can't like business and personal is tied. Yes. There's just no way around it. Mm-hmm. Like you can't come into the office having mm-hmm. a terrible morning or, or a terrible relationship with your spouse mm-hmm. and be in a great mood. It, yeah. They're, they're linked, mm-hmm. which is why like, I love Michael Hyatt's podcast of like lead to win about the yeah. two wins, the winning in business and in life, and in life yeah. because they are hand in hand mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they, when you are having a great day at, at your house, mm-hmm. work tends to be better and vice yep. versa. Yep. But yeah, for that, it's a great point too of if you have, if there's something, a goal that you keep not achieving, mm-hmm. Maybe it's linked to something else that's holding you back. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. maybe you have a friend that's doing doing the opposite of accountability. That's yeah. that's pu- like pushing you down. I think even parents can do this. Hate oh to say goodness. it, yeah. With kids of like, mm-hmm. they're someone's really passionate about something, but you have that negative Nancy who every time you make progress, you're like, yeah, but it's like, what about this? And that's yeah. Maybe you end up quitting your goal because you're like trying to impress or please that person it's so true so it's like really evaluating all sides of it Mm -hmm. the good accountability the ones Mm -hmm. that people are tearing you down the excuse you have of going here going there and trying to really evaluate it yeah i will that was just on our Mm -hmm. podcast last time he was telling me that at um at his job, they were going through like the wheel. Have you ever heard of like the personal wheel of the different eight? I think it's like eight areas of your life. I'm not sure. It's like spiritual, physical, like financial, all these different okay. kind of like a wheel okay. of life. And you rate yourself based on like how you think you're doing in all those different areas. Um, and, and kind of focus on having a little goal in each one of those. So that way your goals are very like well-rounded, hmm. which I thought, oh, that's a really interesting, I've heard of it, but I hadn't heard it in a while. And so it kind of brought me back to, brought me back to that. But I liked your point of the, the people bringing you down. Have you ever heard of the, the story about the crabs in the, like, I think it was some kind of bowl where when a crab starts like climbing up, 
and he's like almost to the top. The crabs like try to pull uh. you down. <laughs> You're, you're like, where are you going with this? No, I, I, get, I know exactly. Where you're, I know exactly where you're going. Never heard that, but you never heard of it. But I, I, yeah, I get exactly what that means. Yeah, like, like you have to have people in your life that are not bringing you down and instead like bolstering you up. Is that the right word? Bolstering, pumping you up, uh, lifting you up. You need. Is it called the wind? The wind wheel in your life domains? I don't know. Because this was part of what I went through and what's called a life plan, which was oh, with, okay. with a business coach. With a business coach. But that's kind of the same. That's why I was looking at this to try to figure out because I yeah. think it's the same. That you you evaluate your overall life domain, yes. like your personal different thing and, and how yep. you're doing. It's and they how use... people gravitate towards like the main goals that you always hear about. And they mm-hmm. like that's really helpful because mm-hmm. don't forget about your finance goals yes. or your personal goals or your family goals mm-hmm. instead of just the two like, let's do the gym let's right this in business like right there's typical yeah. goals everyone thinks about every mm-hmm. year but okay let's start it this way but mm-hmm. you, you got to focus on those little ones too yeah when i went through that yeah. life plan thing that was part of the you had like these different colors you can't see it on the screen if you're watching but you had these different colors and you'd say what your goals were what your life mm-hmm. things were and you hey where am i at right now in those mm-hmm. and am i trending up or am i trending down, down. from it yeah. and then the idea with it is that you continuously reevaluate mm-hmm. and say okay now today mm-hmm. so a year ago or three months ago i said i want to do this and i was trending up mm-hmm. am i trending up still am yeah. i going down yeah and then trying to evaluate it because i feel like everyone should have multiple people in their life like i feel mm-hmm. like i have people that speak like that speak the truth first of all no matter what and it's not that they're trying to pump you up or down it's just they speak the truth there's other people that are like your motivators you go to that are Mm -hmm. just always yeah yeah but you can't listen to everything they say either because they're always your fan yes like (laughs) parents can do that too yes where they're like you should be the next movie star (laughs) or you should sing like you can't sing you You shouldn't do that and then Uh you also have the opposite Mm -hmm. of people that you will never make happy and you shouldn't have those people in your life but being aware that those people exist and thinking about who you're listening to mm-hmm. I think plays a huge factor into the goals mm-hmm. because you also have to be driven by your goals yes I think a lot of people set goals that other people have kind of set for them yes so they're never feeling like they're even going to get closer to the goal because there's no excitement no joy in it at all right because you're living someone else's goal, goal. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. when you because I think when you are actually trying to achieve a goal that you really set out for mm-hmm. they i know the big thing that i've heard, heard too about is just like understanding like why what is the driver behind doing the goal in the first place mm-hmm. like what emotional driver is it what reason do you want to achieve the goal mm-hmm. makes a big difference for sure because you quickly find out like if you have no passion and there's really no drive there's no heart behind achieving the goal mm-hmm. you're never going to achieve it right it's like finding your why yeah you have to understand mm-hmm. like what you're doing it for mm-hmm. And once mm-hmm. you do, then the goal becomes naturally more excitable. Yes, because mm-hmm. you actually are the ones that, that want to do yours, it. Yeah, and you have when you have ownership of something, and it's like for you as your purpose, like it's your why. There are some things there. There are some motivators that you don't even need because you're internally mm-hmm. motivated. And I wrote about this recently, where I was, I went for a walk in a park that's near my house and there's these three lanes. I don't know if I've ever talked about this in the podcast, but there's, there's a walking, it's called the slow lane. Like literally it's written out slow lane. And then there's a rollerblade 
picture. I've, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you know uh, which the, park? You talk about the park? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. 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 And then there's a biking yeah. one. And so I about, oh, God, gosh, it's almost been two years ago. I refractured my back. And so I finally got to the point where I was allowed to walk. And so I was like walking one day at the park and this old man, he had to be in his eighties, literally is like running by me. (laughs) And then another guy like bikes past me. And I just was like looking over at the lanes and just, I was really annoyed with my lane Hmm. because I was too busy looking at everybody else in their lane. And that's where like comparison really kills you. Um, which is like social media, all these different things. We see so many people achieving their goals and we're restless Mm -hmm. because they're probably resting in their purpose and we're wrestling, but we're looking at everybody else around you. So I think that one of the most powerful things you can do for yourself, like as you set up this year is just take some time to really think about what you want and the things that you've been gifted with Mm -hmm. and the areas that you know, for me, it's like where God has called me Mm -hmm. to be. Mm -hmm. So like taking some time away from social and don't be in any, anything and just have a piece of paper Mm -hmm. and start writing and just figuring out what you want to do, not comparing yourself to everyone. Yeah. And defining like, what is success to you? Cause I think Mm -hmm. it's very, very common in business. I found myself, you naturally look at Everybody else. Jeff Bezos. The, yeah. You, you look at like the these these unbelievably huge, mm-hmm. huge, huge CEOs, entrepreneurs, and naturally, if you're just thinking that that is where you eventually have to get, mm-hmm. well, you're gonna fall pretty short on your face pretty often because <laughs> yeah. there's a very few mad people. But right. it's like that might not even make you happy anyway. Mm-hmm. And understanding like what success is, there are a lot of entrepreneurs that start a business and then have tons of employees and then have tons of stuff, and they're more miserable than they were. Yes. When they, and I, I've, I'm guilty of being in those places at mm-hmm. times where I'm kind of like, man, this is a little different than I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. when I when I thought it was really fun to build a business. Yeah. yeah. And understanding like what like what is a win to you, what yeah. is actually success to you versus. Mm-hmm what the world tells you success is Mm -hmm. really is the key Mm -hmm. because there are plenty of people that make a ton of money that are miserable Mm -hmm. and there are plenty of people that make barely any and they're incredibly joyful. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what's your win? Yeah. When you go to, have you ever been on a missions trip? Mm -hmm. I have. When I went to Jamaica, I taught at a deaf school for three different, I went three different years and um, I was just always struck by, these kids that have literally nothing like a soccer ball and nothing else in the, yeah. yeah. Like, cause we would drop them off to their homes that were shacks you know, that w- looked worse than my shed does in my backyard. And there's 10 kids, mm-hmm. but they're so happy mm-hmm. and they're like joyful. And I, it just always really got to my heart mm-hmm. of goodness. Why don't I have this much And it's joy? because they don't have anything to compare it to. Right. Like, mm-hmm. they don't have the money to have devices mm-hmm. most times in those kind of places. So yeah. without the devices, without the seeing everyone mm-hmm. else, all you see is what's around you. And yeah. everyone's just like you. Yeah. You already think you're winning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a really good, there's a an awesome YouTube channel called Yes Theory. And they're all, oh, they're, yes. the whole concept of their thing is seek, yes. seek discomfort. Mm-hmm. But they did this one 
this one thing where they went to, it was called visiting the least populated country in the world. So the least mm-hmm. populated country in the world was literally like this tiny, fascinating by the way, this this island, like the smallest little, I didn't even know it was his own country. Yeah. Anyway, and the same thing. They went there. The people were unbelievably happy. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, I would never leave here. Why would I ever leave? And yeah. I'm looking at it like, yeah. how in the world yeah. <laughs> could you live there? That looks terribly boring. Yeah. And like what do you, how, you don't even have internet. How do you, <laughs> <laughs> because we only know that. Mm-hmm. But you wonder, like, are we, like, it'll be interesting to see mm-hmm. 50 years from now as we continue to, like, progress through this internet thing and everything we have, what studies eventually come out of people that have been living with it their whole lives. Yeah. Right. And not that it will ever go away. It'll just be really interesting to see if it ever changes that as they start to really, like, no one thought smoking was bad until yeah. everyone started dying from cancer. Yeah. Because after tons of research, mm-hmm. they were like, wow, this is actually really bad for you. Mm-hmm. And it'll be interesting. You know, the internet's only been out for like 20 years, mm-hmm. 25 years. It, yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. So it'll take 25 more years of social media, of devices, nonstop in people's face yeah. for them to actually be like, let's look at studies mm-hmm. and are like, because without question, like the suicide rates are yes. up, different things are up. Mm-hmm. Is it social media's fault? Who knows? Yeah. But it's definitely going to be interesting to see, like, does it ever, people eventually stop smoking as much because they realize yeah. it was bad for you. I wonder if that yeah. will change. I don't know. I don't know. So if you can kind of think about some of these things, what are, like, do you guys know what some of your goals are for 2020? I have more of a question about what I'm going to do when I finish a goal. Mm. I've finished goals before and then mm-hmm. I'm like, what do I do now? Mm. You know, do you just yeah. kind of coast because you finished it. Mm. That's where I have my issues. Like, okay. I don't, I don't set a goal at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. but as I make goals throughout the year and I finish them, mm-hmm. that's kind of the worst time for me at the end. Cause I'm like, all right, hit my benchmark now. What do yeah, I do yeah. now? Yeah. Like making phases of goals is actually yeah. better for me. Mm-hmm. So, or to set goals unbelievably high and then you can never get to them. <laughs> <laughs> and you're always only making steps toward it. <laughs> but for 2020, just maybe just to make goals that, you know, you have a plan afterwards mm-hmm. or you know what the next step's going to be. So, yeah. sub goals and then the bigger yeah. goals. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Is, there, is there a habit that you would like to establish or begin establishing? Putting you right in the spot there. I know. I don't know. Have some I mean, more I've wine, kind maybe. Of started it. Like <laughs> after we wine. moved here this summer, I got in a habit of like I stopped exercising, I stopped working mm-hmm. out. We were just moving, we were so busy. And then I started to kind of do that again as a habit. Mm-hmm. And I mentally was like, I gotta I gotta start doing this every day. And then when I don't do it, I feel bad. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where I'm at now. So I don't know if it would start in the new year, but I just want to mm-hmm. keep rolling with that. Okay. And then if I get to like a point where I'm like, oh, I've reached my goal, I don't want to stop, you mm-hmm. know, just cause I finished it. Right. Right. And I think that's a valid point of to not beat yourself up. Yes. Of the week that you fail in a goal mm-hmm. or the month you fail. Like mm-hmm. it's, it is what it is. Like you can't change if you missed going to the gym for a week, mm-hmm. nothing you can do about it. You missed right. it. So right. nothing think, thinking about it whatsoever is going to do nothing mm-hmm. other than being like, this week I, I want to try to go at least one more time than I did last week. Yeah. It was none. Well, yeah. It's easy. Yeah. You got to go once. Yep. But just not beating yourself up mm-hmm. about any goal and realizing that it's probably, you don't get 
fat and unhealthy by eating one cheeseburger and yeah. fries today. Right, right. It just, it may set you back the tiniest, tiniest bit, mm-hmm. but more in your head than anything. Totally. It's not really that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. It's just don't develop the habit right. of doing the thing that's not actually right. getting you to your goal. That's right. the realistic part of goals too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you're a human. You know? Yeah. Got to be Correct. realistic with it. If you set it unrealistic goal, mm-hmm. you're not going to make it and you're going to fail. Right. Yeah. You're going to be not willing to set more goals because mm -hmm. you didn't make that one. Mm -hmm. If you say, I'm going to eat clean every every day this year, like you're totally setting yourself up for a really bad disappointment. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But that's a good point, too, about like not beating yourself Mm -hmm. up because it's okay to make mistakes. It's really all in how you see things anyways. But even, you know, eating poorly, it's really a habit. We're all great at setting habits. Mm. It's just, are we setting the right one? Yeah. So, you know, if you, if you can eat poorly every single day, you can also eat much better every single day. It's literally the same thing, just a different, same habit. Well, different habit, but like the same concept, essentially. It just takes work. That's just... It really does. It takes... Like, no goal happens mm-hmm. by thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You have to actually do something. <laughs> For sure. That's what the action steps the are. They're very, very important. And little actions yeah. are what get you. Mm-hmm. If you... If everyone tomorrow said they're going to start running for five minutes a day, they could mm-hmm. do it very easily. Yes. And you start to like the five minutes, mm-hmm. and it makes it 10 and 15 and 20 and 30. Exactly. And then suddenly, you, you talk to people, your dad's one of them that like mm-hmm. runs every single day. And there's yep. people that I know that run three hours a day or four hours. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what in the world? Like, how is that even possible? Yeah. How are you not bored? How do you have the time? Yeah. But it's, it's not an option for them. No. But they didn't start by getting, you know what? Correct. Tomorrow, I'm running four hours a day, every day. Like, yeah. this doesn't happen. Nope. But mm-hmm. your dad could never imagine not running. Mm-hmm. Like, it just... Yeah, you have to build up yeah. to it. So mm-hmm. for me, like my goals are obviously to continue to grow the company, but to have systems and different things in place. Mm-hmm. But realistic goals can be hard because you don't necessarily know. I'm, I'm a dreamer, yes. I'm a, so yeah. I always want to set crazy goals. But if I said, mm-hmm. okay, well, I wanted to double revenue, if I don't double it, but I get fifty percent or forty percent, mm-hmm. growth is still growth. Yes, it is. So it's like, yeah, set big goals. Yeah, but keep realistic that. If you're still growing, mm-hmm. you're still growing, which mm-hmm. is good. Mm-hmm. And just, but I think, yeah, the realistic one could be a little tricky because some, you know, everyone always says dream big. Yeah. So, yeah. How do you draw the line of realistic? I don't know. Yeah. But well, maybe it's just that the realistic is don't beat yourself up if you don't hit it because mm-hmm. maybe it was unrealistic mm-hmm. and you achieved a great goal. Mm-hmm. It's just you didn't realize that you, the number you were, was a little bit absurd to right. think about. Right. And it is okay to think really mm-hmm. big. I've my one friend, she had a goal of be, becoming a million dollar sales director, which is a million dollars in sales as a team. And she, her first year that she had the goal, she did 250,000, which is obviously not a million, but she kept the goal. She kept the po- same poster, changed a few things. The next year they did 350. And then she kept the same goal. The next year they did five and then 750 and then 950. And then she finally did million but she said that was always the goal yeah and she was as she was okay as long as she was moving in the right direction you know so it's okay to dream big but just know that sometimes it's going to take a little bit of time and if you're trying to reach a goal you've never reached you don't necessarily know how long Mm -hmm. it's going to take you Mm -hmm. and you can't even just say well 
this person did this business and they grew it to a million dollars yeah. in, in a year. Well, the business could be different. Yeah. The situations could be different. Totally. What might seem like what you want your goal to be mm-hmm. might not be possible that mm-hmm. quickly. But mm-hmm. move in the right direction. Keep moving. Mm-hmm. Evaluate. For me, it's just like looking back, evaluating more, building systems that allow me to actually look at a business and be mm-hmm. able to understand what's working. Yeah. What's not. Yeah. Is like my goal this year is to literally just be able to get more organized in the system side of mm-hmm. my business. Mm-hmm. And I think that in turn grows revenue. Totally. In a big way. Totally. But I don't have a number goal because mm-hmm. I'm a dreamer. Like yeah. my number is there's never a goal. It's just keep growing Bro. the business. Yeah. And what that looks like, whatever. It yeah. just, it's got to keep growing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, and just try to build the other things so that mm-hmm. I still have sanity in life of yes. not trying to feel like I'm just working. Working and, all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess that would kind of be my goal too, is just trying to be more present in non-work situations, mm-hmm. which I think is always my goal, but it's that's a really hard one for me. Yeah. But that's little steps. <laughs> Big yeah, time that could be right. like a two-minute rule thing. It's oh yeah, well, at out. the minimum, that two-minute rule is just put your phone somewhere else. Yeah, like, and that's very hard for me. But it's yes. like okay, well then, if that's too hard right away, like to say put your phone on in your bedroom until nine p.m. Like mm-hmm. that seems insane to me. Yeah. Okay, so maybe it's no phone time between five and six for now like mm-hmm. you know just yeah. little steps yep to eventually be like oh i didn't realize i haven't used my phone for yeah. an hour yeah two hours wouldn't be so bad three hours wouldn't be so bad good when you mm-hmm. accomplish those little yeah. steps yes because they're attainable for you but suddenly moment. people being like i'm not gonna use social media mm-hmm. for for all of 2020 what? That, yeah that's a little absurd <laughs> yeah. you've been using it for five years six yes. years ten years now you're yes. You're not. You're you can't just quit it. Like Facebook's not going to be a thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> TikTok's how did I? Like my grandma's on TikTok. I got <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, things change so quickly, but because I, 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 I haven't even read that book, but I've heard a lot from that guy, and and it's a lot of those so things. Good. I'll have to read it because. So we'll put a link to that book down below too, because I think mm-hmm. the habits thing is a big thing that anyone would talk about. Yeah, fitness, yeah. fitness being a big yes. one. He. So how he begins the book is his name is James Clear. And in he, when he was in high school, I believe he was like a sophomore. He um, got hit in the head with a baseball and was like in a coma. And when he woke up from the coma, couldn't do anything. So he had to learn. I mean, every single small thing was a victory for him, you know, learning how to just take a step. And so he took these small, tiny changes and really brought it into like the rest of his life, which is, I always love stories like that. Yeah. I do remember hearing that now because he was on a podcast and he briefly talked about that. Yeah. And I, and I actually didn't know that it was the way that they made, the way that they made it sound in the podcast. I didn't actually even know that was like the real story. Yeah. Because it kind of was like, I know with you, it's just like you got hit in the head with a baseball bat one day. I thought it was yeah. more like a... No, no, like, uh, like he was oh, like, okay. I'm enlightened. Let me write a book. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he like he literally like, yeah, okay. legit did. But then he ended up going to college. And that's why like, it says tiny changes, remarkable results. Yes, exactly. Cool. He went to college. He ended up playing baseball still. Uh, but his story is incredible. And it's just really, I love to learn. I'm such a learner and I love to read. Not everybody likes to read, but so get on Audible if you don't like to read. But you know, even just starting out with, with something like a, a new book for the year is a great, a great goal too. 
but okay, so you could do that. Could you read a book in one year? One book. What? 2020. I've read books that I like that are business books, but I like to listen. I definitely prefer to listen to books mm-hmm. for sure because I can. You can do other things when you're yeah. listening to it. Except when I do that, I end up not listening and I get double checked. I know. Wait, yeah. What just I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but no, I, I'm going to try to use that planner, mm-hmm. write down goals, mm-hmm. spending focused time on, I've put it in my calendar now, like starting each day planning, mm-hmm. ending each day briefly because that's kind of the whole idea with the full focus planner yeah. too is planning. your big three yep looking at it before you go to bed yep making sure they still mark mm-hmm. and just and even the big three is like is like tiny habit goal like of mm-hmm. little things yeah you may do way more than three but it's yeah. like starting with yeah just what are the things that has to be done mm-hmm. and that's the same with the goals like so me mm-hmm. that's the, gonna be a big thing for me is just trying to schedule things out more because mm-hmm. if i schedule my day out more all the things i want in life like yeah more time, dedicated, focused time with my family. Yep. It becomes easier when you feel like you accomplished yes. the stuff that you went out to accomplish. Yes. The reason people don't turn off work is because more times than not, they're not getting things done. Yep. And it usually is linked back to all these things. Mm-hmm. The systems mm-hmm. aren't in place for them to actually get the goals. The goals are always behind because they didn't develop the systems. Mm-hmm. And then they're not present in a place because they are still thinking about what they didn't get done. Yep. So for me, they're all going to be tied together. Yeah. I know it for certain. For sure. And it, family i mean work and family life mm-hmm. will be tied in a huge way mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. so write down your goals and comment below yeah what are your goals we would love to know. what are your goals and what are your tricks to make your goals actually happen because everyone is different and i think we can learn a lot from a community of people absolutely so any final thoughts Mm-mm. i like this wine you should check this wine out pinot noir dreaming tree it's very good we're gonna start we're gonna start having wine with every podcast hopefully and review wine from a from mm. non super wine connoisseur yeah. point of view. Like we know nothing <laughs> about it. Thing. We're just gonna <laughs> she'll just keep trying the tea thing and choke on air. <laughs> but but uh yeah. Change it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Well, I'm glad we got this opportunity yes. to talk. I'm excited to hear what you guys are going to be doing. And if there was something that was like a big takeaway for you, I always love hearing what other mm-hmm. people take away yep. you know, from it because everyone's a little bit different. Yep. So um, so thank you for listening, watching, yep. wherever you're at. Like, subscribe. Yep. Feel free to share. Yep. And we will link all the stuff that we talked about. Mm-hmm some of these books, some of the podcasts that we really like mm-hmm. because there's a lot of really good podcasts right now about oh. these topics. Yeah. A couple of good full podcasts listen to or just certain episodes and stuff. But we'll Should we link, link Mirror and we'll Peloton? Yeah, yeah, all that. <laughs> yeah, we should. Yeah, yeah, link the wine. Every little thing here, like mic- <laughs> these microphones. This is a full value <laughs> podcast. We'll tell you about just everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your glasses. And, oh, yeah. 76ers went That's off right. night. That's right. And they lost. But. Oh, well. But anyway, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Thanks for watching. Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. When you're watching this, it could be like a year later from when this even happens. So you could be watching this. <laughs> this is someone probably watching this in June of 2020 right now. I hope someone watching there's, this. In the, there's like, never oh, a bad time that's right. to think about developing yep. better habits, setting goals. Yep. It's good. It doesn't have to be January 1st. It does not have to be January 1st. Nope. And in fact, start today. Yep. Whenever that is. This could be January 1st. It's good. <laughs> All right. Anyway, thanks thanks for, for watching, guys. See ya.